What a mighty time of worship. Here at St. James, we are intergenerational, interdenominational, inter-age church. Everybody got a chance, amen, to do something. Because we are a kingdom-focused fellowship. It's not about us. It's all about him. And his name is... Jesus, amen. Don't don't get it twisted. Amen. <clears throat> amen. Amen. His name is Jesus. And we are here, we've been saved. And that's why I want to call your attention back to that fourth chapter of Matthew, chapter four, and verse number numbers eighteen through twenty-two. Fishers of men, no bait needed. Fishers of men, no bait needed. Um, and we're in a good place to fish. Austin needs some fishing. Well, amen. And for you who want to fill up this building, just fish this week. Amen. Invite 25 to 100 people. Facebook them. Tweet, tweet them. Amen. Promise them dinner. And uh, amen. 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 We just not, we've been called. Amen. Right here in the text. You have it? Matthew chapter 4 uh, and verse, verses 18 through 22. This is the word of God. Amen. That's why I pray for these students going to college because sometimes you go off to school and these schools will try to uh, dim your belief in the Bible. But this is the word of God. The infallible, inerrant word of God. The Bible. Amen. Thank the Lord for this book. Amen. All right, you have it. I'm reading from the King James Version of the Bible. As we let's read verse 18 through 22 out loud. All right, let's read. And Jesus, walking by the Sea of Galilee, saw two brethren, Simon called Peter, and Andrew his brother, casting a net into the sea, for they were fishers. And he said unto them, Follow me, and I will make you fishers of men. And they straightway left their nets and followed him. And going on from there, he saw two other brethren, James the son of Zebedee and John his brother in a boat with Zebedee their father, mending their nets, and he called them. And they immediately left the boat and their father and followed him. The grass withereth, the flower will fade it away, but the word of our God shall stand forever. Fishers of men, no bait needed. You may be seated. This is the third sermon in a series of sermons um, on discipleship as we are preparing to study the Sermon on the Mount, part of your 
assignment is to be reading Matthew's chapters 5 through 7. The master called every saved person to be a disciple and to follow him. Let me say that again. Everybody who's saved, you have been called by God to follow him. Just like he called James and John and called Peter and Andrew, he calls us to follow him. Regardless of your ethnicity, regardless of your gender, regardless of your socioeconomic status, regardless of your relationship status, whether you are married or single, if you are saved, the master has called you to be a disciple. Dr. Walter A. Hendrickson in his book, Disciples Are Made Not Born, says, when Jesus voluntarily gave his life on the cross some 2,000 years ago, he did not die for a cause. He died for people. And therefore, it is the responsibility of every believer to be a herald of the good news. And we do have some good news about this wonderful Savior. The songwriter wrote, and, I, and the choir song, I, I, I want uh, uh, song, uh, I want to follow Jesus. And the songwriter wrote, I want to be a follower of Christ. I want to be one of his disciples. I want to walk in the newness of life. So let me be a follower of Christ. These men were fishermen. And, and uh, it is pointed out by many scholars that they had to possess some unique qualities if they were going to be fishermen. And we too must possess these same qualities if we are going to fish for men. See, what's wrong in the church today, I told y'all last Sunday that uh, last count we had over 4,000 members or 2,500 families but there's a difference between membership and discipleship. You see, members come when it's convenient. Don't, amen. A member come, amen. It's raining, it's raining in Minnesota. I'm staying at home, you know. Amen. Or I watch by live stream. That's a cop out. You, you know, member, that's a member. Member, make, some of our members may be still drunk. I told y'all last Sunday, get your liquor because these members are about all the liquor and the dope. Well, I feel sorry for sinners in Austin because you got church members buying all the lottery tickets. <laughs> That's a member. A disciple is a follower of Christ. A disciple moves from just being a member to following Jesus. And nowhere in the Bible did Jesus smoke dope. My second oldest brother, he was a wino and he just, and, and, and he tried to use Jesus turning water into wine. I said, he did at the wedding, but that wasn't Boone Farm apple wine. That was, 
It wasn't no Crown Raw whiskey either. <laughs> well, bless his name. Amen. That's, that's members. Members will curse you out. Amen. Amen. You mess around sitting in somebody's seat and they'll look at you. you if you don't get your, and then start trying to sing, I love the Lord. <laughs> He heard my cry. <laughs> I, amen. And give you the finger. Amen. Amen. Well, bless the Lord. That's why he calls us for membership to be disciple, be kingdom focused. So everything we do has a kingdom focus to it. Our marriages, our singleness, our money. Everything has a kingdom for. So how can I be a good fisherman? Because less than 18% of Austin's population go to church. We got a great fishing hole around here in Austin, man. Our motto is keep it weird. And let me tell you what, we working on it in Austin. Amen. Amen. And where you travel in the world, if you mention Austin, oh yeah, yeah, I've heard of Austin. What, 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 what characteristics must a person who is a fisherman must possess. First of all, first of all, he must possess patience. Somebody say patience. See, see there is wisdom in being patient. The old cliche says that Rome was not built in a day. And the word patience means bearing pain or trial calmly or without complaint. He must learn to wait patiently until the fish take the bait. If he is restless and quick to move, he will never make a good fisherman. If you follow Reverend Cook around, Reverend Cook is a fisherman. He got a boat. Well, he, you just don't throw the hook in and just yank it. You got to be patient. And the good fishermen of men... We have to be patient. It is not, uh, it's very rarely that our preaching and our teaching is going to have quick results. You see, teaching is the slowest way of disseminating knowledge. Amen. I said teaching. Teaching is the slowest way of disseminating knowledge. But when people get it, they have it. Amen. You know, remember how old were you when you finally learned your ABCs? But 10th, 11th grade? Okay, no, okay. Uh, you know, how, how, how were you when you learned how to read? <laughs> you know, how were you when, when you could count to 100? I never shall forget. Boy, I could get to 10, but that 11 used to, all right, mess me up. How old were you when you learned your timetables? And people had to be patient with you. People, people had to take their time. Just like, uh, think of the number of people who ministered to you over the years. And you got saved after they were dead. But they were patient with you. Amen. 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 They they tell you you and they more they more they witness to you like the more you tried to drink and you know and they just kept telling you my mom used to tell me all that son Jesus love you and I don't want you all that you know she was patient with me that's why we have to be patient we can't hurry people no fish are caught clean 
Amen. That's, amen. That's why, that's why I don't worry about people, what they have on at church. I don't worry about go freak out or what people wear. Well, they, as long as they here, amen. They need to, I don't think I don't want women wearing around here. Y'all know, been here going on 25 years. I don't want women wearing shorts. Amen. Because we are men. Amen. And that can be distractive. But don't we worry, folk, but, you know, let them come. Tattoos, you can have a pierce in every ear, in your neck, it doesn't matter, as long as you're here. And as you start growing, you'll start taking off some stuff. As you start growing, becoming a disciple. But, but, but part of being a good fisherman is being patient. Be patient, amen. Don't stop witnessing, uh, the, be patient. Keep praying for people. Isaiah 40, 31 said, But they that wait upon the Lord shall renew their strength. They shall mount up with wings like eagles. They shall, shall run and not be weary. They shall walk, not faint. In the words of some of the young people, take a chill pill and chill out. Don't be so impatient with people. God is patient with us. Second Peter 3, 9, but the Lord is not slight concerning his promises. As some men count slightness, but is long-suffering towards us, not willing that any should perish, but that all should come to repentance. Amen. Amen. Stop being so quick to tell folk they're going to hell. You're going to hell. No. Just like God was patient with us. He's patient with them. Stop being so rough on Trump. Give him some patience. Be patient with him. Oh God. Be patient. Don't be so rough. You got some Trump in you. I asked your wife or your husband, you're a little Trumpy. Amen. Learn to be patient with people. Don't be so rough to throw people away because somebody had to be patient with us. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. Friend, I'll be patient. Not going to happen overnight. That's why some of you women are in a bad relationship. You wasn't patient. And you grabbed the first man that looked at you. <laughs> wasn't patient. Amen. Grab but he, he looked at me. He wasn't looking at you. He was looking at me. Somebody say, be patient. Amen. Be patient. Some of y'all still witnesses of some family members. You know, I have some. Don't throw them away. Had a sister used to go to church. Her husband was a, a beer drinker. Stay at home. He stayed at the house. She'd go to church. And then she'd come home from church and curse him out. I said, what a great testimony. Amen. <laughs> Got to be patient. One of the qualifications of being a pastor is to be patient. Amen. That's why God took me 20 years to get here. Because when I first started pastoring, I wouldn't have been patient with you guys. Amen. Ask some of my members of my first churches. I used to fuss a lot because things wasn't happening the way I wanted to happen fast enough. And I spent more time fussing. Got to be patient. Everybody don't get it as fast as we got it. 
Oh, this is good preaching. You got to be patient. Amen. So, secondly, not only got to be patient, number two is that uh, the good fisherman must uh, have perseverance. Not only to be patient, but he must have perseverance. And, and, and that is a good fisherman uh, got to learn that you cannot become easily discouraged. See, because you got to learn how to persevere. See? Because things are not going to happen as fast as you want them to happen. You have to learn to persevere. See, see by now, I have to be persevere. Because see, when you witness, everybody's not going to get saved. But you can't become discouraged. It is the spirit of discouragement that Satan uses to defeat us. You know, some of you thought you'd be further ahead in your life than you are right now. And, and, uh, and if you're not careful, you'll become discouraged. I, I never thought I'd be where I am today at this time in my life. And if you're not careful, you will become discouraged. And pretty soon if you become discouraged, you will even stop showing up on Sunday. A lot of people say, well, ain't nothing going to happen. Say, listen, ain't nothing going to you know, Ain't nothing going to happen. Ain't nothing going. Because ain't nothing going to happen. But you have to, you have to persevere. You, you have to, you have to be encouraged. Uh, uh, Numbers chapter twenty-one, verse number four, uh, uh, Israel, and the journey from Mount Hor by the way of the Red Sea to come past the land of Edom, and the souls of the people was much discouraged because of the way. Sometime the way. Uh, burying your grandson, burying family members, getting divorced, losing your jaw, have sickness in your body. You can become discouraged. Even that will happen to a lot of pastors. That's why you realize over 2,500 preachers a month are walking away. And the main thing is discouragement. The more you teach, the more you preach. You know, let some folks show up. <laughs> but I'm going to say it if I don't have but five. Because anytime I have more than 25 folk, I'm ahead of the curve. Because in my first church, I just had 20. So when I get over 20, Doc, I'm going to, oh, got, got 21. <laughs> some of you discouraged now. Be encouraged, my brother. Be encouraged, my sister. Live in the sunshine. You cannot let the spirit of discouragement cause you to give up. Amen. Amen. And, and they became so discouraged that, that they spoke against God and Moses. You become, become so discouraged. You just start back drinking. And look what they say in the world. They call it happy hour. Ain't no happy about that. It's sad time. <laughs> you know, don't be discouraged. Persevere. Don't give up. Persevere. To be a good teacher, a good preacher, a good deacon, or a good missionary. One cannot be discouraged. Look at LeBron James. He, 
He didn't quit. Got some of these Cleveland fans here this morning. They ain't going to say nothing right long in here. But look at LeBron James. Got swept by the Golden State Warriors. Amen. But he didn't quit. Amen. Good to have you guys. I'll see y'all when y'all enroll. Y'all come on back here. Amen. Amen. Y'all stay in school. Amen. I'll see you in the fall. Amen. Thank you for bringing them, sister. Amen. They, they, uh, 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 they, he didn't quit. No. What did LeBron do? I mean, he got swept. I know some of y'all don't watch TV, don't watch sports. I know some of y'all watching the soccer World Cup. Amen. But, but, but no, look what LeBron did. LeBron didn't quit. Any Cleveland fans here? <laughs> LeBron, anybody mad, Berkeley? He, he didn't quit. He didn't become discouraged when he got swept by the Golden State Warriors. But what did LeBron do? He didn't quit. You see, you see, when you quit, you miss your blessing. When, when, you, when you give up. You miss your opportunity. Oh, bless his name. So what did LeBron do? LeBron just switched cities. He just left Cleveland and went to L.A. And he signed a contract. Somebody, I wish, I, I wish he was my member now, dog. Amen. $154 million. You see what would happen if he had quit after Golden State swept him? He would have missed out on $154 million and being a Laker. I think you can tell by now I am a Laker fan. You don't quit. You got to stay in there. You have to persevere through the hard times through the tough times God will see you through the, the, the psalmist says in Psalm 30 and 5 weeping may endure for a night but joy comes in the morning you can't quit you have to persevere tough times don't last tough people do Amen. Have to persevere. Not only got to be patient, you got to be encouraged. Amen. Be encouraged, Sister Missionary Cannon, for first year being Vacation Bible School Director. Be encouraged, the church persons for Men and Women Day, and then one day, because people ain't always work with you. Some folk just, Amen. And I learned how to encourage myself, like like David had to as Zick, like when. When they took all he had, he learned, you better learn how to encourage yourself because sometime in this journey, you better learn how to say, hey, hang on in there, fella. You doing a good job. God is on your side. Persevere. In your marriage, when you and mama not even speaking, persevere. Every time I look at my ring, I think about, I gave this woman this ring. I'm married. Going on 48 years. I took vows for better or worse. Sickness and health. You, you have to be encouraged. Don't compare yourself to anybody else. 
you be encouraged. You persevere. You hang in there. Then thirdly and finally, you got to be patient. You have to persevere. Because that's why, that's why everybody can't pass. They try to pass in six weeks. Passion will drive you to drinking. If, if I wasn't focused on the kingdom. I'm into my 45th year of putting up with predominantly and I'm still have a sense of humor. Because I understand the kingdom. <laughs> See, man count numbers. God make numbers count. So you got to persevere. Don't quit. Some of you are just one day away from being, being the boss. Don't quit. Thirdly and finally, not only must you have patience and perseverance, but a good fisherman must have courage. As the old Greek fisherman used to pray to his gods for protection, he said, my boat is so small and the sea is so large. He must be ready to take a risk of the fury and the gales of the sea. The good preacher, teacher, missionary, deacon must be well aware that there's always a danger in telling men the truth. <laughs> Let me say that again. Amen. Every good preacher, missionary, deacon, witness, there's always an inherent danger of telling sinful men and women the truth. The men who tell the truth, your, your reputation will be attacked. Your life sometimes is in danger. Paul said, 2 Timothy 3, 12, Yea, and all that will live godly in Christ Jesus shall suffer persecution. Some of you now have family members, don't even call you. Because you don't party with them like you used to. Your best boom, ace, boom, coon, don't call you because you are isolated because you told people the truth. The apostle John was the only apostle who died of old age. Peter was crucified upside down on a cross. John the Baptist was beheaded by King Herod. Stephen was stoned to death by of the Pharisees and Paul led the stoning. James, the brother of John, was killed by King Herod with a sword. The apostle Paul was beheaded by Nero. And then we are told by God, preach the word. And the devil knows that there's power in this word. And that's why a lot of preachers today are too coward to preach the word. We know what the Bible says. Amen. We know what the Bible, have you read it? We know what the Bible says. We know what the Bible says about abortion. We know what the Bible says about alcoholism. We know what the Bible says about fornication, about homosexuality. About, but a lot of men are afraid to preach it because they are afraid people going to fall out with them. And let me stand and tell you, they will. <laughs> Amen. I would be a more popular preacher if I went along with the song and dance of this city. But I'm going to preach the word. I didn't come here to be popular. If I wanted to be popular, I would have kept playing basketball or kept my little rhythm and blues group that I used to have. 
I forgot the name of them, but I had a group. <laughs> I remember my Christian group. <laughs> we were the heavenly angels, but my, my world group, I, don't, I, I, I forgot the name of them. But it was a unique group because I had the same musician who played for both groups. Well, bless his name. Amen. You, you, you got to take courage. You're not going to be popular even in your family. You're not going to be popular on your job if you don't go out to happy hour and drink. You're not going to be popular if you don't lay down with the boss and do all kinds of stuff trying to get. When you tell men the truth, it can be dangerous. But a child of God must be full of the Holy Ghost. Like, like, like the prophet Nathan when he came to see King David. Took a big chance. Second Samuel 7 a says, Thou art the man. Nathan could have been killed by the king. King David had, 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 had messed up, had an affair with Bathsheba. Then to add insult to injury, had Uriah, her husband, killed. Amen. That's a low down, dirty thing. But then the preacher came and said, Thou art the man. That's why a whole lot of folk, that's why some of y'all don't witness because you know when you open your mouth and tell some of the people in your family around you, you're going to be by yourself. But I'd rather have Jesus. See, I, I made up my mind going on 46 years ago. I'd rather have Jesus than houses and land. I, I made Jesus my choice. So you stand firm. The Hebrew boy stood up to Nebuchadnezzar, put into a fiery furnace because they refused to bow down. And when you stand, you will have some hard times and heartaches, but you've got to be encouraged. The Acts of the Apostle closed with Paul in a Roman jail waiting to be executed by Nero. But in Philippians, when he wrote Philippians, Paul said, rejoice. Well, see, when you're fishing for men and doing what the Lord said do, you rejoice. You have courage enough to tell people the truth, whether they like it or not, because tell them, I'm not out here trying to please you. I, I made Jesus my choice. So if you're going to be a fisherman, you got to have patience. Because everybody not going to get it the way when you give it to them. But just keep praying for them. You see, a crop don't grow overnight. You got to plant the seed and water it. Then, and then you have to be persevere. You got to have courage. Uh, 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 you have to persevere not to be discouraged. And then you have to have courage to stand up and tell it like it is. Oh, oh, I've been preaching a long time. I know I would be a much more popular pastor if I didn't preach on some subjects. I know, I know. Hey, I've been anointed and appointed by God. I know. God give me the spirit of the sermon. I know. If I wasn't much, oh, I'll just go along. Whatever the culture doing, we'll do it. Oh, man. See, one day I got to stand before God and give an account of my stewardship to what I say to you. And I I tell you what, I'm not worried about no man. Listen, even before I got saved, I wasn't afraid of nothing on two feet. 
Everybody I couldn't whip or my brothers couldn't whip, we could run. But I tell you what, I don't want no trouble with God. When I stand before God and one day I will, I want to hear him say, Servant, well done. Hang on in there. Be encouraged, my brother. Be encouraged, my sister. Live in the sunshine. We'll understand it better. Be patient. Persevere. And have courage. Stand. Let the devil know I'm going to stand. I don't care what you say. He'll attack your family. He'll attack your, your money. He'll attack everything you got. But you still stand for the Lord. Say, I'm fishing for men. And every time somebody gets saved, heaven rejoices. Every time somebody comes to know Christ, heaven rejoices.